0: Welcome to this Innovation Forum podcast with me, Ian Welsh. I'm delighted that joining me today is Cargill's South America Sustainability Lead, Renata Nogueira. Welcome back to the podcast, Renata.
1: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here today.
0: Well, we're going to continue our series of podcasts with Cargill. We're going to be looking particularly at your operations in Brazil today. Why don't you start by giving us some insight into the scale of Cargill's operations in Brazil and the importance of Brazil for Cargill as a sourcing country
1: well, Brazil is a huge country. The soy producing area is also huge. Just for you to have an idea, we have today approximately 15,000 suppliers of soy. And we also source other crops such as cocoa, palm, cotton, and corn. Brazil's natural ecosystems are critical to the health of the planet. At the same time, they contribute to a more sustainable food supply chain. So we have great opportunities in Brazil to lead the transition of the global agriculture to a more sustainable agriculture. Many things are happening here in this direction and we are very excited to be here in the country and to have this huge supply chain.
0: So Cargill has pledged to be deforestation and conversion free across the company by 2030. What progress has been made on this?
1: Our commitment to be both deforestation and conversion free spans the global and our priority supply chains of palm, cocoa, and soy. We believe that our individual and industry efforts will jointly lead to innovative solutions. In addition to our individual efforts, we are also taking a multi-stakeholder approach, working with farmers, customers, industry groups, NGOs, and governments to drive collective action and transform the food supply chain. Across Cargill, we are making progress by partnering with farmers through protected forests and also other important ecosystems we are promoting regenerative agriculture practices to mitigate climate change and protect water resources we are restoring altered land and protect biodiversity to create a forest positive future and deliver innovative solutions to make agriculture more sustainable there are differences across geographies and commodities that impact our approach, which is why we often look at uh, landscape approaches. Mapping and monitoring our supply chains to increase traceability and more precisely monitor for potential deforestation is a critical step, and we are progressing a lot on that. Today, we have 100% of our cocoa in our direct supply chain traceable to the first point of purchase. 98% of the mills linked to cargo supply chain are monitored by using satellite imagery to detect potential land use changes in our palm supply chain. And finally, we have polygon mapped 100% of our direct suppliers in Brazil, which is a huge accomplishment. This progress is critical to eliminating deforestation and conversion and to reach our ultimate goal.
0: You mentioned just now you've polymacked 100% of your suppliers in Brazil. Is that including in soy?
1: Yes, I'm speaking about direct suppliers in Brazil from our soy supply chain.
0: And you also mentioned other ecosystems. I imagine we're talking here about the Cerrado grasslands, which, of course, are a very important ecosystem in Brazil. Cargill has a target of restoring 100,000 hectares of degraded lands, I guess, in the Amazon, in the Amazonian rainforest, and also in the Cerrado in Brazil in the next five years. Can you talk a bit about this target and how you'll achieve it?
1: Our team is collaborating on programs and initiatives that will protect forests and other types of native vegetation that includes, like you said, Cerrado. We are partnering with farmers to manage working lands in a more sustainable way and to restore altered land, strengthening the ecosystem in critical areas of Brazil. Our strategic approach is creating programs with farmers at the center We are partnering on solutions that promote production efficiency and the restoration of altered lands, supporting farmers on environmental regulation and compliance with the Forest Code and developing innovative models around conservation. Through restoring initiative, Cargill will restore 100,000 hectares in Brazil over the next five years and in all biomes. In addition to the positive impact of the ecosystem, and biodiversity, restoration programs will result in improved farmer livelihoods and increased innovation providing for more efficient and large scale of restoration.
0: Interesting that you talk about having farmers at the centre. Of course, none of these programs can work if farmers aren't behind the programs and excited about them and incentivized by them. Clearly, it's an important part of bringing the whole thing together. But I wonder if you could tell us a bit about how you're working to protect native vegetation. We've talked about restoring degraded lands, what about protecting existing pristine vegetation? How are you protecting that?
1: Cargill is partnering on a collection of farmer-driving programs that will provide technical assistance to help farmers align to environmental regularization and thus protect the native vegetation in Brazil. We believe agricultural systems can provide economic returns to farmers while making efficient use of natural resources and accessible technologies conserving environmental assets and respecting local communities. We are creating incentive-based programs partnering Directly with farmers, providing market based solutions, technical and financial support, and also working with value chain partners and startups.
0: And what assistance are the farmers? We talked about farmers quite a lot already, but what assistance are they looking for in particular from Cargill?
1: Brazilian farmers want to be in compliance with the force code and some of them are struggling on providing to the government quality information about their lands and to restore areas according to the law. It's important to mention that the Brazilian Forest Code establishes that every rural property in Brazil has to keep from 20 to 80 of the area covered with native vegetation. It varies according to the biome that the property is located. Producers that have deficits of native vegetation in their properties, they have to restore. This said, Brazilian farmers are asking for support on providing the right information to the government and also to restore their lands since it will require technical assistance and financial investments. Besides, these farmers are the key to protecting our lands for the future generations. We provide farmers with training programs and innovative new processes and products to drive changes in our supply chain.
0: You mentioned just now that the Brazilian Forest Code requires between 20 and 80% of any area to be natural vegetation. That's quite a big difference. When is it 20 and when is it 80?
1: It depends on the type of the vegetation. So if we're talking about Amazon biome, uh, producers have to protect 80% of their lands. So they can only produce or convert 20% of the area. If we're talking about other biomes, such as grassland, it's only 20. So it really varies considering the type of vegetation. And it can vary also inside of the same biome.
0: What are the sorts of incentives, then, that work for farmers when you're working with them to develop more sustainable agricultural practices?
1: Cargill is establishing a collection of farm-driven programs that will provide technical assistance and resources for farmers to promote sustainable production systems and environmental regularization in Brazil. The programs aim to support farmers on environmental regularization, I said it's something that producers are looking for. Incentivize low-carbon agriculture systems. Here, producers will demand assistance to change the way they produce. Promote soy production over altered and already opened areas. Sometimes we see the expansion happening in areas that are not open yet, and we want to promote and guarantee that the expansion is on these type of areas and promoting recovery of the degraded pasture lands.
0: I guess a lot of the time, the most important thing is to ensure that in circumstances where there is converted land already, things don't get any worse and that that land is used for crops if there are going to be crops produced. But it's all about trying to keep things getting no worse at the same time as trying to improve and restore, as you say. I would imagine then that these sort of programs, collaboration is going to be really important with lots of different stakeholders. How can collaboration with other stakeholders help develop programs that are genuinely beneficial for everyone in the value chain?
1: Well, collaboration is critical in delivering innovation solutions. In addition to our individual efforts, we are also taking a multi-stakeholder approach. So we are working with farmers, farmers associations, customers, industry groups, NGOs and governments to drive collective action and transform the food supply chain. All of us must play a role and work together to mitigate the impact to climate change. We understand that Cargill by itself is not going to change and to make all the changes that we need, but we have the responsibility to put together all these stakeholders and to really pressure for the transformation that we need.
0: You've also got this program of looking at 100,000 hectares of degraded lands over the next five years and restoring them. What's the future going to be like over those five years?
1: Our intention is really having the producer in the center of all the actions that we implement from now on. We understand, as I mentioned before, that without the producer, we are not going to achieve the transformation. So for the next five years, we see ourselves in the fields together with producers seeking for innovative solutions. Without this partnership with producers, we are not going to achieve our ultimate goal of ending deforestation and conversion in our soil supply chain in Brazil.
0: Thank you very much indeed. Look forward to hearing more about how the progress develops over the next five years. But for now, Bernata Nogrea from Cargill, South America. Thanks very much indeed.
1: Thank you.